up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly, it feels good to be back. We got a great show on the agenda for tonight. We have some industry news, box office predictions, the word of the day, top five. This week, it is top five actors who you would want to play yourself in a movie. That one was hard. It was, was really hard. One. Yeah, That was a tough one. Yeah, that so that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. We are down a few people, but it's cool. The show will go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's the all male. It's the all male version it today. Is. It yeah, is. latte and little Cam not here. Yeah. Uh, so we gonna plow through. So we gonna plow through. Whatever. Whatever. You know. But let's get started off with some industry news. You know how everybody knows how we always sign off the show by saying Oprah. That's kind of like one of our mantras. Like, yeah, it is. Something we, we, people, love we love Oprah. We love um, Oprah. But um, this past Oprah. week, her mother died at yeah. 83. Oh. 83. Yep. She, uh, she died at her Milwaukee home, and hopefully it was peaceful. Yeah. yeah. So we so. just want to send our condolences out to the one and only Miss Oprah Winfrey. So. Yep craziness yeah and 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 some more sad news for a lot of people i think yeah i mean this 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 guy really changed the landscape of uh animation and cartoons um creator of spongebob squarepants steven hillenberg died uh yeah 57 57 that scares the shit out of me yeah because that's really young young. and uh he diagnosed with uh als Mm. last year and you know, gave yeah. a good fight, but passed away. Yeah, and um, so quick. Yeah, that's quick, and and like I said, that's scary because that's young. Yeah, it's yeah. just exactly. Mm. Hopefully, everybody this previous week donated. It was Giving Tuesday, so giving hopefully Tuesday, they yep. donated to like a greater cause for ALS or something along those lines for a disease or a charitable place for like underprivileged youth. That's what a crazy aunt donated. Uh, to this yeah. Week. Great organization. Let's give them a shout out. Create now out of Los Angeles. Uh, great organization that helps troubled youth. Like JLo said, um, you know, we're talking about victims of sex trafficking and um, domestic abuse and homeless and uh, maybe incarcerated yeah. drug problems and stuff. And they take these kids and they, you know, they bring them in and then they, they through arts, painting, uh, film, yeah, music, like all the different arts, activities, kind of, kind of rehabilitate them and get them in the right direction and kind of teach them some skills and everything. And then. On top of that, life skills. Yeah, they teach them how to balance a checkbook and how to fill right, out an application and a resume stuff. and get a job. And so, just a really great organization. That's who we donated to. Yeah. And um, like Jayla said, something that's really needed too, because it's yeah. something that slips away in. Um, and not saying public schools are bad. It's just saying it's something that slips away in public schools. Right, is that you don't get that the simple life stuff. Right. right. You don't. You don't get life skills, and then and and sadly. Even more, we're losing the arts in schools too, which yeah. is why these type organizations are so important because art is important. Right. I mean, you know, exactly. Be it music or or painting and and sketching or mm-hmm. or film or whatever, it's important. Yeah. And, and it's been proven time and time again that the arts do help people, you know, in life and 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 to be able to do different things. So. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of Giving Tuesday, Disney was pretty smart. With Black Panther, they allowed an L.A. theater to open Black Panther for Giving Tuesday so everybody could go see it for free. Yeah. That's That's pretty epic. That's pretty epic. Yeah. (laughs) It's also pretty brilliant on the marketing strategy because... 
they're reminding everybody as we keep getting closer and closer to the Oscars yeah. about Black Panther. Yeah. Hey, I know <laughs> we came out like here. you know seven months ago, but yeah. let's not forget us. Yeah. You know? um, they I, were in theaters for the longest time. They really were. And still, I yeah. think they still are in oh, some. Oh, my goodness. But um, uh, look, I, I just... I really think this one's got a shot. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, everybody thought Dark Knight. Everybody thought Logan, yeah. which didn't even get nominated, by yeah. the way. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Like that? That, yeah. But this one, I finally feel like this might be the first superhero movie to actually get the nod by the Academy yeah. and get nominated. Yeah. For best I don't picture. Know if it'll win. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Well, in Disney, remember, we talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago. Disney's made no secret. They are going full out every category. Yeah. They are pushing for every category. Yeah. They want fucking visual effects, sound yeah. effects, best screenplay, best music, yeah. best actor, best actress, best supporting, best picture, yeah. best director. They're, they're it firing was great. everything. It was a great I mean, film. It was an epic film. It was. And that's it. <laughs> we got a Star is Born. Yeah, exactly. A Star is Born Bohemian is pretty Rhapsody. epic as well. Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. And now they're talking Vice. Oof. I mean, they're yeah. saying, honestly, and nothing against Chadwick Boseman because I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. I thought Mike, Michael B. Jordan and everybody involved with Black Panther brilliant. But Christian it Bale. looks like stepping out the two front runners for best actor are going to be Christian Bale and Bradley Cooper yeah. going head to head. Yeah. Which then you throw in um, Bohemian Rhapsody there. I, why can't what, I remember what's his, his name? name? Yeah. It, oh, he's got a hard name. What is it? Rami. Uh, Mr. Oh, Robot. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? We all, you guys all know who you we're know talking who about. We're talking about. I, I think that's your three yeah. that are going to be like your your favorites. Yeah. And then oh, how do you even decide? Oh man. I mean, let's be Christian Bale. Jesus. Yeah, just that trailer, I mean, he man. He looks like, I mean, it is insane <laughs> how much he looks like Dick Cheney. Yeah, it's just like that trailer crazy. is epic. I can But this is what he does. He falls right into his he character. Does. He does. He's like, really good. Hardcore method, man. Yeah. He is just like method, man. That, that's yeah. Yeah. Hardcore <laughs> method, man. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, it's like you have uh, past movies of Machinist. Like he bulked up. Bulked up for Batman Begins, mm-hmm. then those machinists where he eats a can of tuna a day. Yeah, that was his diet. Right. Yeah, and just went down to the the sickly. Uh, yeah. Just, just well, what was the Prize Fighter movie? Uh, uh, the, with Mark Wahlberg, yeah, it was yeah. the Fighter. The yeah, it was the called yeah. the Fighter, and he um, was like a crackhead or something, yeah, and he was really just skinny. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's he's brilliant actor. Though. Yeah, he really is. I'm sorry. For me, though, no matter what he does. American Psycho is always going to be that my film favorite. is so like, epic. That is such a fucking yeah. film. I <laughs> mean, really, like I'm walking on sunshine. I mean, yeah, I think <laughs> everybody forgets all of like the people that were in yeah. it with him. You know, there's just like yeah. But yeah, that movie. If you have not seen it, see it. Yeah, seriously, oh, yeah, that's see it. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, there's also American, um, American Hustle. He fell oh, yeah, that no, yeah, that yeah, was right a good film. That, that one called some heart also. conditions, I think. Oh, yeah. wow. That, I feel like that film was really overshadowed by Wolf of Wall Street because they came yeah, out yeah. around the same around time. Around the same time. Yeah, and that had a great cast. Like Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper was oh, in yeah. that one too. Yeah. Like That was a really good film. Yeah, it's about time for them to have another movie together, right? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, like, seriously. Yeah. I mean, there was a head stretch there. I before. mean, don't get me. I love that Lady Gaga was in A Star is yeah. Born, but I was shocked it wasn't, you know. Yeah, Miss Amy Adams, yeah, like, mean, or Jennifer yeah, Lawrence, like I any mean, of them. Him and Jennifer Lawrence are like great together. Yeah, I hope that they do. do they really like are this. freaking uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, oh my man, gosh, what an dude! Epic film, man. It really was. But uh, sticking with Disney, uh, The Lion King, the teaser trailer came out, and man, this one broke some records. 
224.6 million views globally in its first 24 hours, yeah. setting a new Disney record for the most views in 24 hours. In the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because and the second most views of all time or whatever is from Avengers, right? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. The it, I think Lion King is second. Right? Yeah, yeah. Lion King second. The second most viewed overall. Overall, yeah, in but in the, hours. But then, right, uh, right. Overall, right. Yeah, and, and then, then in twenty four hours is Lion King. Right. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it's only overall viewings is only second to another Disney film, yeah. Avengers: Infinity War. Exactly. So. That's Disney, just man. crazy. Just, like, it's literally scene by scene. Like I, we watched it in the control room the I, other day, and like it was so epic. But, like how many times I can't say this enough. John Favreau, <laughs> the Golden is a Boy, fucking genius. Yeah, this guy, man, is so unbelievably talented as a director, as a filmmaker. Like he just he just gets it. Yeah, and it seriously. doesn't matter what he's doing. Some epic no. adventure film like Iron Man yeah. to Star in, Wars in, to Star Wars Lion to, King. to the Chef, you know, like, an indie yeah. film like Chef or Swingers yeah. to Zathura. Yeah. Zathura. <laughs> I mean just like and now yeah, the Lion King and, and um uh the jungle book. Yeah. I mean just it doesn't matter what he touches, yeah. it's just He's such a great filmmaker. Yeah. He just you want to drive it. yourself off a dark horse? Um, he was in the replacements. That was yes. all mm, yeah. he was in there, and he yeah. was just a—he was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was the replace. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, he's so—I I don't know. I just love him. He, yeah. I, I mean, he is someone everybody says. You know, do, do you have an influence or or somebody you you know you as a director or as a filmmaker who you kind of like use as an influence or guidance yeah favreau yeah he's just like so i know people are like, oh spielberg and blah, yeah. blah. no for me it's Favreau. yeah because he's just he's able to get it i think yeah. he connects he knows the industry so well he does know the industry so well and i'll tell you another person that's coming up quickly like him um, and that's Ryan Coogler, yeah, who proved that he could do the indie shot with Fruitvale Station, yeah. who proved he could take on the blockbuster like Black yeah. Panther, and then can do the middle ground with Creed. Yeah, like he's another guy that just gets it, yeah. and he and he's so talented as a filmmaker that no matter what you give him, yeah, he can do it. See, that's and, how I'm hoping Jonah Hill's going to turn out to be because I, I heard I it. So. I heard mid '90s was pretty good. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, uh, and well, and we can't. I mean, let's not forget Bradley. Cooper, Bradley Cooper, who also is yeah. coming up on that. I mean, exactly. We've only seen one thing so far, though, yeah. so we don't know. But yeah, exactly. He clearly appears. But I mean, to we have, were talking yeah. about best director after that one. I, I mean, yeah, mm, yeah, it's a I pretty mean, good one. Cannot wait for the Oscar knobs to come out. We'll probably make some predictions on the show. Oh, we're going. You, yeah, we're definitely. You <laughs> make know. some sample ballots. ABC. Put about. Com always has the ballot. Yeah, you know. So and fill out and see how you do. We're all filling them out. Yeah, we're gonna see how we do. That's I mean, gonna be know. pretty oh, fun. So, yeah, my buddy does that. He oh, has yeah. a full Oscar viewing party. Yeah, he has his filled out. Yeah, laid out yeah. the red carpet. Yeah, you know what's hilarious though is like whenever I do those, and I do pretty good on them. I mean, I'm not too bad on them, but I always do better on the like. The animated shorts oh, really? or the foreign films. Yeah. Stuff I didn't see. Yeah. I picked the winners. I'm like, I haven't even fucking seen this, but this one's going to win. Like, and boom. I always get those right. And then all the ones I've seen, I get some right, some wrong. That's and hilarious. Like, you know. Oh, my goodness. But sticking with Disney slash Pixar, 
Toy Story 4, Keanu Reeves has been added speaking to the, of the cast. Speaking of the replacements, yeah. Yeah, speaking of the replacements. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Anybody it's and everybody. connected. It really, it really is. is. So is he going to be the spork? I don't even know I, what know, character he plays. You know, that would be hilarious if he's the spork. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just see Keanu Reeves? I'm not a toy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a toy. <laughs> but I mean, I'm pretty excited about that because I've always liked him as an actor. I know a lot of people are on the fence about him. They're, a lot of people treat him like Nickelback. You're either all for or all against yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, there's a lot of people that get mad at him especially like uh was it the day what, what was the sci-fi movie he did the remake Which not the one? after tomorrow um last man on earth last no. man yeah on, yeah is that it? i is think it? so maybe no. no no maybe i don't know whatever he did sci-fi movie i can't yeah. think of at the it moment it was so memorable we yeah can't yeah i can't even think <laughs> of it <laughs> He plays an alien, an unfeeling, unemotional right, alien, right. and so he shows that. Yeah. Or they love Bram Stoker's Dracula, where he tries. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I he tries saw some movie, and I, I liked uh, that Ronin movie, the yeah. Samurai 47 Ronin. Ronin. Yeah, Forty Seven Ronin. Um, I, I can saw... remember that. I can't remember. Yeah. The day the Earth stood still. There the, it there is. There it is. I saw a movie with him recently, and I can't remember the name of it, but he's like. This this guy who's home alone, his wife and kids go off, and he's like home alone, and these two girls show up at yeah. his house, like you know, to basically rob him or whatever, and they like coax him into, and he ends up having an affair with them and oh, sleeping wow. with both of them and everything, and they like threaten to kill him and de- it's like some crazy oh, shit. deep shit, yeah. but it was like a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, and you, know, I'll tell you another one. I thought he was really good in um, To the Bone with Lily Collins. Mm. He played the doctor. Yeah, you know the, the psychiatrist yeah. or whatever, and that, yeah. really solid in that. Yeah. So um, and I mean, epic in John Wick too. I yeah, haven't seen the second one, but the first one was amazing. Absolutely, it's a, 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 a relaunching of his career. Like he didn't really have a, like a real downturn in his career, no. but it's a new. Well, a new apparently, Keanu. Bill and Ted's coming back. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's going to be interesting. Rumor has it. Uh, And speaking of, though, back to Toy Story, the the recent promos apparently are some tearjerkers, you know? Yeah. You got Buzz and Woody walking off into the sunset. Oh, man. You know, like, and the posters showing them, like, hand in hand. Oh, shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, it's... I mean, I think we're finally going to see the send-off. The, this is yeah, going to be the it. closing the chapter. Yeah, mm. I hope. I hope so, too. I mean, did they already so. record what's-his-name for Mr. Potato Head? Did they, have anything, did they have anything in the can for his stuff? Or are they going to recast that? That's a good question. That? Yeah. But I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that can do Don Rickles. Yeah, agreed. So, I mean, nobody can be Don Rickles. Yeah. No, but no. I feel like some people can yeah. do Don Rickles. But we were too. talking about it earlier today. Like, you have to have a perfect send-off movie for it to, like, close the chapter. Like, for instance, the Rocky thing or freaking... <sighs> Tom Cruise trying to do another Mission Impossible. Yeah, another Mission Impossible. Like, stop it. Yeah. Like, even I'm, the last one was the best one, probably, but just stop. Right. I'm glad you brought up Rocky, though, because I recently saw Creed 2. And at this point now, because they just released Stallone's video, so I don't feel like I'm spoiling yeah. it for anybody, Um, it is the official end Send-off, of the yeah. Rocky saga. Rocky will no longer be... If there's a Creed three, Rocky will not be in it. Yeah, uh, he basically passes the torch to to Michael B. Jordan in this film, um, and sends off Rocky into the sunset. Yeah, and um, unless you see him like watching the fight in another. No, Creed I, movie. I don't. I don't I'd think. See, I, see, I don't uh, think. Uh, I mean, it, it. It. To me, there were certain scenes, and I think it was intentional that were representations of each Rocky movie: Rocky yeah. one, Rocky two, Rocky three, all the way up. It was like. You were watching that movie, yeah. even though it was a Creed, yeah. you know, fight. 
And I think it was intentional to pay homage to, and as everybody knows at this point, Drago's back and the, the whole kind of thing or whatever. But they really do kind you. of really... send it off as, that's it, I'm yeah. done. Rocky's finally done. Yeah. So And I just watched it. the video, the send-off video on Instagram, and it was like a big bonfire on the beach. Yeah. Uh, Stallone was there. Michael B. was there. Like It was a pretty like passing the torch moment. It was pretty awesome. It was, and th- there is that moment in the film. Yeah. It happens in the film. Yeah. So go see it. It's it, I mean, it's absolutely awesome. And I just want to give a quick shout-out to um, uh, Instant Family. Mm. It is has been dragging at the box office yeah. didn't get too much play didn't hear about it's a phenomenal family yeah. film and Wahlberg and rose Byrne do an amazing job octavia spencer's in it um but it really highlights the problems and and what's going on in the foster care system with kids yeah. oh and, i can and, go on for um, hours about that yeah. dude it's 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 an amazing film i think it's an important film because it really does address the issues and what's going on in all of the de- it's really i i think a message that people need to see and uh it's a little bit of a tearjerker i think for a lot of people but yeah. i think i think it's a strong message and i wish it was doing better at the box office because yeah. i really do think it's something that you know is relevant and people need to see yeah. so kudos to to mark in the game yeah. there and um go see it if you get a chance go see yeah. it yeah, I probably I look at it like wonder to be honest. Like, it's it's yeah, it's it's kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, it really a, addresses the good, fact that a good message. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, family it's a great film. Mess- and come on, it's Octavia Spencer. Yeah. She's fantastic in everything. Yeah, she really like, is. I mean, she steals this movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is. And Marky Mark solid. Yeah, he has yeah. been more yep. solid. Throughout Randy the Havens, yep. our buddy Randy Havens is in it. Yeah, I mean, you boom. Know, uh, you know him, for, uh, the teacher from Stranger Things. Yep, shout out. Um, shout out. There oh yeah. <laughs> but we also want to talk about some of Disney's faults. Disneyland, Disney and Fox are getting sued $1.75 billion by Genting Malaysia Burhad yeah. uh, for uh, pulling the plug early on an amusement park ride. Apparently, the Disney and Fox gave them like a limited amount of days, I guess like a month or something, and there was no way they would be able to finish that ride. So that's a lot of time and a lot of money just kind of... Was that in the contract away. like that? And like, okay, uh, we're going to give you 30 days to build this ride. No, no, not like the ride was taken too long, and then they gave them 30 more days to finish it, and then they, they couldn't finish it. it. Saying yeah. that they didn't have permission to use it anymore, and basically, you know. So, but here's my, I did read uh, just today that Disney responded with a countersuit really? saying that their suit was baseless. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and responded with a countersuit. And I don't think this little company realizes the power of yeah. power. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dude, just, just, yeah, exactly. you didn't get it. Back off because yeah, you do not want to be stomped by Mickey. No, All I could see is Mr. Burns walking in with like a team of lawyers. Yeah. yeah. It's like Disney's walking yeah. in a team of home lawyers to sue Homer yeah. Simpson. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it would not. It would no, not. The mouse is just too big at this point. You Seriously. are not going to win that lawsuit. Yeah, they're on you top of the world yeah. right now. And it's on top of us. Like, it already took too long to make this ride. Yeah, it's it's now they gave them an extension on extra thirty days, and they still couldn't do it. So Disney's like, we're gonna pull it. Exactly. You're taking way too long. You're adding exactly. too many promises, and especially just they're like not any contractor. Keep... Yeah, you hire a contractor to fix your house. Yeah, and he takes way too long, and then you give him an extra thirty days to finish a job, mm-hmm. way yeah. over his quote. What are you gonna do? You're gonna take him to court. Exactly. You're gonna get him to pay up or to f- make the fix the job exactly. and at one point you're just like you're fired exactly enough is I enough i have to hire somebody else to do your job exactly yeah. agreed yeah 100 
percent. I was wondering if there was a contract in this, like, oh, so there's some contract or something that says they could hold on to it for another two years. Yeah, yeah. that's the only thing I could see. But yeah. it sounds like when their lawsuit came out with no viability, yeah. that means it's a no. Yeah, that means. I mean, exactly. we'll we'll see how it turns out. But I mean, it, like he said, it doesn't look like Disney scared. I mean, no, yeah, you got to be brave to take on Disney. Yeah, seriously. But the Disney. next <laughs> the, one point seventy five billion. That's Mickey's. Still, a that's piece. not a drop yeah, in a bucket. Seriously. though. that's not no. a drop in a bucket. Uh uh-uh, uh that's a lot of money. Like well, I could use that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the next thing, Amazon signs a first look deal with freaking Viola Davis. Pretty freaking awesome. It's just awesome to see so many actors like are actually creators. Like we know Jonah Hill has his own production company. Jimmy Kimmel has his own production company. Viola Davis has her own production company. Like it's awesome to see that they're doing more shit besides acting because you can't stay in front of the camera forever. You have to you look into for the long game. Well, that I mean, absolutely true. Yeah. yeah same thing in any and a lot of uh, big uh, paying professions like uh, an uh, athlete. They're not going to be able to throw the football yeah. or yeah. skate on. Um, well, like LeBron James, we talk about him all the time out in L.A. Like, he has so many movies going on. So, And, I mean, he's loving that, the film incentives and shit. Like, so it's freaking yeah. crazy. Yeah. So. All right. YouTube. They're planning to make all of their original programmings free starting next year. Now this, I believe, is because of all the competition with Netflix and Disney's new streaming service coming out, and they're just trying to get people to watch their stuff. Yep. They really need it. Well, they're, they're having a real... It's not necessarily YouTube Red, but they're having a hard time now with creators. It's like YouTube Premium or something now? Yeah, it was yeah. YouTube Premium now. Yeah. Um, and not a lot of people are watching that content they spent millions of dollars on. They gave out millions to give to these content creators to create content, and it's not turning out. It's not making anything. Not people are viewing it. Um, their music side, they kind of spun off a little bit. Like if you yeah. have YouTube Premium, you get their music, or you could just have their music now. Right, yeah, because don't they have their own like music streaming and yeah. our app? And yeah, go- just Google Play Music. Yeah. And... With all that, uh, with all that paid out, what's also going to happen is going to be real interesting, because of what's happening. I think it was called Article Fourteen in Britain, is coming down. This is going to stop um, any content creators in the U.S. from actually having their stuff viewed in Britain. Yeah, because if you use anything that is under fair use. Or anything that's on the, there's another act that where YouTube's supposed to act on copyright content, yeah. remove it, not have be blamed for it. Britain's going to start blaming and starting to sue. And yeah. the, the how it's written is so general and so bad. It, it's really bad. If we have any listeners, please contact any listeners in the UK. Please contact your representative. Please make sure they're against this act and yeah. how broad it is. They need a fair use over there. They need yeah. a fair use act that we have here that protects creators from putting out content in different ways, exactly. like reviewers or comedians and other stuff. Right. Well, that's going to stop over there. Yeah, It's going to be the death of any copyrighted media, so only so many people are going to be able to upload because once the strongest um, 
country comes out with a law, mm-hmm. all the platform or all the platforms follow that follow law. Follow suit. Yeah, just follow Because we have line. the strongest law now. Yeah, right? exactly. So they follow fair use and they yeah. follow all this that goes blanket. Yeah. But when UK does it, are they going to make a whole separate server for it? Right. Or is it going to be YouTube? You have to be qualified to upload videos on here. Right. You have to be a, a creator and your content has to be... Yeah done this business before you yeah. even qualify for monetization yeah. and it's going to kill the platform man i hope it doesn't happen because i've watched a few shows that are expected to come out at the beginning of the year that they look amazing i don't youtube is putting out some great content some great content. yeah i mean yeah. cobra kai like it's been fantastic i heard the numbers on that were great but i just i guess not enough people are going towards it they're just going towards like the other basic stuff like Hulu, Amazon Prime, and everything like that. Yeah, oh, and I think they didn't give the money to the right people right. or didn't have the right thing set up. They kind of just went through and went, you're popular, we're going to give you money, make your own show. Yeah. Right. That's kind of, yeah, that's what I feel like too. But I, we'll see what happens. We'll see how like it'll do. Hopefully they'll get more viewers and hopefully start to at least set up a tier system at at a later date so they can start generating some revenue from that because they're putting in a lot of money into that shit and we support YouTube a lot. We love YouTube. So, I mean, it's I would love to do revenue. something with a YouTube. Lot of ad revenue is what they're, I think they're doing more ads and trying to get more ads on it. Yeah. Because I've even heard like 30 minute ads on some stuff. Oh, shit. I, like, Ooh. That, I mean, that might be what it is too. What if they just start putting commercials in? I mean, they do that already with some of their like YouTube content. They just yeah, put commercials in the middle of the thing. Right in the middle of the content yeah. or in the beginning or end. Yeah. And if you kind of try skipping out, you got to watch the next video. You right. You have that. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's why I went and got the YouTube or Google Play premium yeah. stuff because like, I don't want to watch no more ads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, we'll see how it works, but YouTube, we're hoping that you don't go anywhere with no. your YouTube original content because the shit is really good. Exactly. I wish Google would just take a, a, a good look at YouTube overall yeah. and kind of go, all right, we're a little harsh on this. We need to work out on this right. and have uh, commercial content that's going to pay yeah. for maybe some of the more risque stuff. It's like, oh, this is not kid-friendly. You can't make avatar. Yeah. It was like... Not everything needs to be kid friendly. Right. Deadpool two exactly. Deadpool doesn't have to be kid friendly. Yeah. Deadpool exactly. two is still gonna be PG thirteen with some language. Yeah. So Yeah, and I just need to be all that's coming out I think de- December twelfth, once upon a Deadpool. I once think. upon a Deadpool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like mid December. So that that's gonna be pretty interesting, to be honest. Uh, uh definitely. Yeah. But sticking I mean, not sticking with that, but since I brought up a superhero, Aquaman Apparently is getting some really positive reviews. Some really positive. Yeah, reviews. it just would you ever up. think that you would see a movie with the headliner of Aquaman, a movie just about Aquaman? I'm, honestly, I'll be not. Honest, no. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I, I, I didn't think these always painted him in the corner of yeah, like, not useless superhero, but you have if we file water we'll go to you yeah exactly Outside of that you're gonna get us cokes exactly and get the yeah. coffees yeah. like well i mean even i mean we brought up spongebob earlier because of the creator passing away but even spongebob had their little parody guy of aquaman Barnacle on there. boy and uh, a, yeah. what's his uh oh, what's his name mermaid man mermaid man and yeah. Barnacle boy that's what it was but it i jason momoa looks awesome in the suit 
I love that they start uh, billing him. In the original him. suit. Yeah. yeah. Like, why was he not in that Injustice League? Exactly. I mean, I feel like... Is this the orange suit or is this yeah, the... Yeah, no, the orange and green The orange suit. and green Yeah. Because yeah. people, they've they've done so many bad things with Aquaman in that orange suit. But they had a PS2 you, video game that's bad so ass. bad. They had a PS2 video game that was so bad. He looked like he had a mullet and he was in the orange and green. Yeah. But, but they is, updated oh. it. I mean, he, it looks like it's armor. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's okay. badass. I mean, okay, well, it, it's, they, yeah. yeah. And, and they, they're also saying this is the most ambitious DC film. So... Yeah. And another review says it's the underwater Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, so I'm just like, what does that mean? An underwater Star Wars? Wars? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm curious. I'm really curious to see how this is going to go about. Uh, hmm. The underwater Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I guess. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, what is it, is underwater opera because it's like Star Wars is a, a space opera. Yeah, I just we shall see. <laughs> How I does mean, what was it? Just he's gonna get have to get smuggled out of <laughs> some and, shit. And someone has says like I can get this thing to do twenty eight knots through the Kessel Run. Right. Like, <laughs> what is that? The, the un- yeah, what does Star that Wars even mean? <laughs> I agree with you on that 100%. It's like, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's so why general. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Seriously. But all right, switching over to music a little bit, and speaking of music, our guest is going to have a lot to do with music. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Catrice, well, this is not the first time he's done this, but this is good circumstances. Yeah, we'll talk about Axl Rose. Got Ooh. extremely ill. Apparently was getting sick the whole day before and the whole day of a concert and he still went out there still performed he gave it wow, gave it all he his still god okay. yeah he told the audience that he was feeling crappy and he got through 20 out of the 28 songs on the set list so that's pretty epic Dude, coming coming from a guy that used to cancel shows because the crowd wasn't enthusiastic or enough or diving off stage to get into a fight with crowd well, he members was like constantly just canceling shows before even getting getting there. he was, he was an just asshole. like i'm done i'm, I'm not, not even going to lie like, and, like I love my thrown. fellow Indianaans. Like I love my fellow Hoosiers, but <laughs> yeah. he was an asshole. Yeah. Like true. But I'm glad to see that he still performed and still cared about people because I mean they paid a lot of money for those tickets, you know? Right. I mean concert tickets are crazy insane unless you find the free ones. I think what really what really helps it is that he got counseling and mm-hmm. he got on to drug therapies that would help calm him down right. a little bit some of the most beautiful music was written by him some of the great poetry but the, his mind was so unsettled yeah that and at least now he's like okay now yeah. i realize i can't be a jerk <sighs> yeah so I but mean, he came out there and he, at least he's starting to make up points for it yeah exactly i mean slash tweeted or something after that and was like thank you for us give our thanks whoever wherever they were for the amazing show and they explained Axel was feeling shitty and but thanked them then and moved on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And speaking of some other tragedies, not really, but <laughs> Justin Timberlake postpones three more shows due to vocal cord issues. You really got to rest your voice and do warm ups and drink water, tea, just to be healthy to your vocal cords so that they won't mess up and 
hopefully he can recover because I mean he's an amazing artist with an amazing voice. Exactly. Well, I mean in in music industry, if you are signed to a, a record label and you show any signs of laryngitis, mm-hmm. they tell you you cannot perform. Really? They will tell you right yeah. up no. The, our insurance policy on your voice yeah. is not going to allow that. Yeah. You have to rest. Well, I know that uh, John, a few years ago, John Mayer and Adele, they got pollen on their vocal cords mm. or whatever it's called. And then uh, they had to like have surgery to get it removed. Oh, it's and, like the, the, yeah, like a tumor. Like yeah. Gross. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen to him. Hopefully he takes the precautions. No, this is probably, and, this is the record label or, yeah. or and it could be him too saying, it's like, look, you're going to rest. Yeah. We can pro- we can postpone and move the concert dates around, but you, you have to rest because his main talent is his voice. Exactly. So, exactly. Mm-mm. All right. Now it is time for our guest segment this week. Oh my goodness. This one's going to be really good. The one and only Miss Catrice Barnes. She has worked with people with the likes of Justin Timberlake, Mariah Carey, Randy Jackson, freaking anybody and everybody you could basically think of underneath the sun she was the music director at snl for over 10 years man i cannot wait the mastermind behind it's a dick in the box i cannot wait to talk to her about that right. one i mean <laughs> so much to talk to her about her like just her musical career has been going on since the mid 80s so it's just going to be fantastic yeah here we go here we go hello hello uh, hi, is this Catrice? Yes, it is. Hey, awesome. how are you today? Good, how are you? Oh, we're doing awesome. Doing awesome. Thanks for joining us inside the Crazy Ant Farm today. We really appreciate it. Yes, yeah, my pleasure. Oh my gosh, we we have so many things we want to talk to you about. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many things. Uh, first, first of all, like uh, just to kind of give you a heads up, what we kind of do, it's more of a roundtable discussion than it is a Q&A. We just kind of sit around and really have a conversation and, and a good time talking. So uh, more than a Q&A session. But, um, and what we like to do first is kind of introduce you to our listeners and uh, just by having you tell them a little bit about your background and how you got started in the industry um, kind of and just go from there. Okay. All right. Awesome. Now you you kind of grew up in the industry, right? I mean, you kind of started young oh, and definitely. Uh, <laughs> definitely. I mean, uh, from what from what, the research I've done and the things I know about you and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you've covered just about everything. I mean, you write, you compose, you sing. You you've done uh, backup lyrics, piano. I mean, you uh, just you've done things for film and television. You're a musical uh, director for. I mean, just so many different areas. Is it something that you knew you always wanted to do as a child, or was it because you were around it when you were young that you decided to take the path, or how did you get started in it? I honestly just think I fell into it. I mean, I always enjoyed it, and I always loved music, but it just seemed like an opportunity would come, and I would say, okay, I think I can do it. But that's after, like, you know, studying music enough to feel confident to take on, um, you know, different jobs, and I was studying a lot back then. I still study, so... Well, that, well, that, and, and like, so did you, I guess, um, I mean, because you do do so many things, is there, is there a point where you decided that you wanted to go away from singing and more to the composing and the directing or, or was it something that you, you still try to do both 
or is there an avenue of the music that you prefer to do, I guess, is, is what I'm asking. Um, yeah, I think I prefer arranging, producing, music directing, more so than even performing, believe it or not. Oh, wow. That's so, a, yeah, that's interesting, because you've done a lot of performing, so that, yeah. that's, yeah. Yeah, really. we were just watching your musical podcast, Welcome to My House, and it honestly uh-huh. sounded amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, Not a problem. Was, uh, Panic at the Disco, right? That yeah. Was, was, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, I, and I just, the list of people that you've been able to uh, be affiliated with and perform with yeah. or write songs with is just incredible. I mean, for our listeners out there, I mean, you're talking Roberta Flack and Shaka Khan and and uh, Alicia Sting, Keys, Sting, Justin Timberlake. I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talk a little bit about that. Like, well, and wait, we can't forget though. Let, let's. What I really want to talk about first is uh, your performing days with your brother. Right. Yes. You had your own group, Juicy. Yep. Uh, yep. So, <laughs> I, I'm probably the only one uh, with our podcast that's old enough to remember that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was like, no, wait, I know that. Yeah. Like, so, uh, <laughs> let's talk about that for a little bit. How was that, like performing with your brother and, and kind of like uh, that time was so different? Yeah. You know, so, so let's talk about yeah. that a little bit. I mean, actually, if I, 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 I had the perfect partner, my brother. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he... He's super talented. He was very. He's he's still very uh, protective of me, and um, and we still work together. That's awesome. awesome. I mean, you, you can see him on some of my Welcome to My House shows playing bass. Oh, that's oh, fantastic! That's epic. That's so, fantastic. And he lives a couple blocks away from me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so. really nice. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. So, how long was Ju- How long was Juicy around? Did you guys? I mean, uh, what kind of touring did you do? And I mean, well, I, you know. That name is, I mean, I guess I still work with my brother, so that name came from some managers that we were working with. It was like Joint United Incredible Creative Youth. So we were working together even way after we weren't touring as Juicy. Right. (laughs) We were writing for people. I mean, like I said, we still might even do a project together with somebody. Awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask how that name came about, because that is... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, oh, God. It was a bigger band, (laughs) and then, you know, and as as everybody went their separate ways, I mean, it's like you're, you're left with a name like... Juicy and your brother and sister. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That, that was that was the thing. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, so what we were talking you about. Leave that name alone after a while. Say, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Somehow absolutely. That didn't work out. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, it's great though that that you that you were able to have your brother there and, and and be able to get into the industry and work together like that. Yeah. I mean, I got to imagine that made it a lot easier, or a lot more comfortable to be able to have somebody yeah. to go through it with you. And and that the yeah. fact that you guys are still working together today, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great musician. Yeah, I mean, well, I, you're to your credit. I mean, you you two Emmys, uh, Grammy nominated. I mean, you clearly talented as all get out. Um, and I, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, Saturday Night Live because uh-huh. a 10 year run on Saturday Night Live, that's impressive right there. Yeah. Um, and, and the two Emmys with, with Justin Timberlake, uh, I mean, and yep. there's so many questions about, I guess we'll, we'll just start right out of the gate. Yeah. How does dick in a box even come about yeah seriously i mean 
because that thing blew up. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's just everywhere. Everybody's heard of it. How does that whole conversation take place? Like, I got this idea, and you're like, sure, I can write music <laughs> yeah. for that. Like, talk well, about that you know, a little actually, bit. Actually, the music came first. Oh, okay. Um, so it was like, you know, SNL has a, a, a writing night, which is a Tuesday, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I was about to leave, and um, I think it was Yarmer from Lonely Island who said, oh, we're looking for like a um, like a boy band track. Yeah for this thing that they're doing for Justin. And, you know, I, it really just happened really fast, like 10 minutes. <laughs> wow, I 10 minutes. Was able to put the track together. Yeah. 10 yeah. Wow, that that, is that's insane. Honestly, that song introduced me to a lot of, more of Lonely Island stuff, like I'm on a boat and like a boss and stuff like that. So it was uh-huh. because of that song that introduced me to them. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, thank you. seriously, and and the uh, the opening monologue that you also won the Emmy for, just phenomenal. Yeah, that is uh, hilarious about uh, how he doesn't want to sing. How he doesn't want to sing. Yeah, he sings it. Yeah, yeah, just just absolutely brilliant. Um, and and I want to share with with our listeners also because I I think not long after you had started on Saturday Night Live, uh, you were diagnosed with breast cancer and actually had to go through a battle with cancer. Um, and, and came back and were actually still, you know, working and and performing on Saturday night live during, during the battle or right after the battle. Um, yeah, I actually, I had a surgery on a Tuesday and I was playing on Saturday. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. Even with, even with the pain. Yeah. Wow. That's, I'm kind of like that though. I'm, I'm like, you know. I could have been in the army too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can like, see okay, it. I can yeah. see it. And two Getting times, shot and right? still going down into the battle, oh, yeah. going yeah. after. And this. it's two times, right? It, it came back and, and and you had the oh, battle yeah. again, right? Well, you know, oh, breast cancer is one of those things you you have to address. I mean, yeah. your whole life. I mean, you have to keep up with your health. You have to right. eat right. You have to take care of your body. I mean, it's not like a you know. I think. Once your body produces it, you have to live like it can always come back. Right. Yeah. And, I think. And but I like I I love a, a lot of the the stuff that I saw your attitude and the way you approach things and, and you know your philosophy of hey I've gone through this I can I can go through anything I can you know and you you kind of spun everything that you you kind of went through with it into a positive way to and and approach everything else that you deal with in life and I I mean I think that's fantastic I think. That that hearing your story and, and letting the listeners and the way you share your story about that is inspirational to so many people because I, I feel like a lot of people aren't able to do that. And to see somebody that is able to do it and say, you can do this, it doesn't have to be a, a, a bad thing. It can you, you survived and you can make it a good thing and, and approach right. life in a different manner. Kudos to that. Keep moving forward. I think I think that's a brilliant that you did that. Congratulations. And uh, oh, yeah, well- that was 2000 when I was originally diagnosed. Oh, right, wow. Right. And yeah. just amazing. I yeah. mean, absolutely amazing. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story like yes, that and, and for being such an inspiration for so many people that have to deal with it because I think that's important. Survivors and, and knowing survivor stories is important. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I just I just love hearing about the passion. I mean, you said had surgery on a Tuesday, back to work on a Saturday. <laughs> like, Saturday. 
like yeah. that's just so insane that just shows your passion for like the music and entirety so i want to talk about welcome to my house how did that come about because that seems pretty popular now you got like five thousand subscribers on your youtube channel oh yeah um yeah and we're still building because actually that's kind of small small for even a youtube channel for music but um i'm still trying to build it yeah um but it's jeez it started with 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 my project i you know, wanted to do something that was organic with music, uh, like two, three years ago, mm-hmm. and I didn't wanted to use like uh, tracks and uh, samples and this and that and that. And I said, you know, wouldn't it be great if there was a show based on that, where people had to come in and break down their music and play their music organically, yeah, and introduce like artists who are on the cusp. Of breaking out like today's classic, right, artist. right, and, and I, so that and it just kept building from there. Yeah, I love how it's just like basically a jam session. Like everybody just comes and has a good time. You interview people in between songs. Like it's just really cool. Oh yeah, most of the people I'm meeting at five, and we're going live at seven. Oh my goodness, oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's epic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she is. She just attacks things. She yeah, she right? really yeah, does. I love that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, but, uh, uh, okay, uh, I, I know we all saw this, and we want to ask you about this a little bit. Randy Jackson and Mariah Carey, you've been able to work with Randy Jackson yeah. and Mariah Carey. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, what was that like? I, I mean, Randy Jackson, I had the opportunity to meet Randy once, and he's a really nice guy, and, and I was impressed with, with him. Um, Mariah, what what is Mariah really like? Give us a scoop. Yeah, scale. seriously. <laughs> well, you know, I was only in the band a short amount of time. Okay. Um, she was always cool with me. Yeah. Um, this, was, this was so long ago. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I think she's had at least four incarnations since then. Yeah, exactly. seriously. You, you were I, like... I think she, Back then, um, she was, I think, more of an ingenue mm-hmm. still. Yeah, yeah. So, agreed. And she broke out after she left her husband. Right. Things changed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we agree completely. Yeah, um, <laughs> we, we kind of talk about that uh, quite yeah. a bit, about how things changed after she yeah. left Tommy with the whole Yeah, like, yeah. It w- so we, that was, I think, in the ingenue uh, time period. So yeah. she was still like new and fresh and, yeah. and, and you know, and yeah. I think Randy, Randy Jackson back then was just her bass player. Right. Oh, wow. That was before American Idol. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's so, epic. Yeah. That's epic. Well, we he's also... always been, you know, Randy's a cool guy. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he seems like an and awesome guy. he's a bass guy. player and he, you know, yeah. and he knows uh, our work, my brother and me for years, so. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's, that's epic. That's epic. Well, we saw that you like to work uh, closely with Rosie, O'Don- Rosie O'Donnell on the Rosie Show. How was that? Um, I wouldn't say that was the highlight of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, with everything, you learn something. That's mm-hmm. right. Even if it's what not to do. Mm-hmm. So, I would say that was there was a lot of learning. What not to do on that show? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, we bring up bring up highlights. What What would you say is the highlight of your career? Um, I would definitely think like when winning those Emmys was like a big deal. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I think being able to go back to uh, School of the Arts this year and receive an honorary doctorate that oh, was wow. probably like 
yeah. one of the biggest highlights for me too because it's like, oh, this is how I started and now I'm back and an honorary <laughs> doctor, you know? Yeah. Really cool. That's awesome. Absolutely. You know, I loved her answer. I love your answer about Rosie because, I I mean, I feel like if you can learn something from from an experience that might not necessarily be, you know, a great thing for you, but you can find the the positive and learn from it, I I, I love that answer. I think it'll help you out in the long run. Absolutely. So uh, outstanding. Um, Also, I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in the industry. Because I mean, we it's we hear about it from uh, you know every week with our guests and how it's kind of rapidly changing things and everything. And that's the Me Too movement and and how it's kind of has it changed your approach at how you how you're you know going at your music or how how you're doing things or have you found that it's actually caused some change with the way people approach you or the way things are done? Is is it affecting the music industry as large as it is the film and television industry? Um, uh, uh, you, you know, I, hmm, I don't feel that affected by it because I, like I said, I was around my brother most of my life mm-hmm. and I do think that there was an intimidation factor he had for, uh, a lot of the men. And honestly, I just think I got lucky that most of the men I've worked with have been great. Well, that's wow. good to hear. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Um, I mean that that's good to hear because yeah, it's it's kind of one of those just doesn't seem to be going away and you hear horror stories but then you also hear stories like yours where people were lucky enough to not have that be an issue and they were able to to not have that affect their career. So good. I'm glad to hear that for sure. So well, what, I mean I I do think that there were probably deals I didn't get cuz I didn't sleep with the executive. Um, but it wasn't like rape, like right. some of those women have experienced, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, there there was there have been creepazoids out there for sure. <laughs> yeah. But with those kind of situations, I think they're able to get away with it because how do you prove that? Yeah, right. They exactly. can just say, "Hey, I just don't think she's good enough. That's why we didn't sign her." Mm-hmm. Right. Mm, that's, so, that's an excellent point, yeah. and it really does come down to the he said, she said, and yeah. how do you prove it? Yeah. You're so right. Ridiculous. Yep, you're really. Yep. Yeah, it's a tricky situation, but I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll just yeah. have to see but, how that. Goes. But I mean, the it starts with conversations like these. We just have to start talking about experiences and how to get better as humans. Yep. Agreed. Yes. Exactly. Agreed. Oh, I like that. Get better. You yeah. know, because. It really means checking yourself. Exactly. 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 So what do you have coming up on the horizon? What's next? Um, I have a few recordings in December, um, just with different people. And I have some gigs. I know one in Florida in February. Oh, wow. Nice. And I hope to be doing another Welcome to My House in January. There you awesome. go. Cool. And awesome. do you do you normally record those at your house or uh, we saw right in now, the, yeah, in my living room. Yeah, we saw that the Panic at the Disco episode that was uh in South Carolina, I think. Oh yeah, that was my first time outside of the living room and I it definitely had some challenges and it, yeah. but at the same time it you know, showed me that it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I just, awesome. I had an excellent mix down to it. I was listening yeah. to it. And I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, really it sounded cool. so good. It the acoustics really well. and everything. Like, I loved how there was cellos, violins, just all sorts of instruments in the accompaniment, and it just sounded so amazing. Well, I wanted the strings to be 
a big part of the the band. Yeah. Usually people use horns. Yeah. And I want the the house band. Yeah. To be four string players. Yes. Which would you know give it a different feel than most. Yes. Bands. Yes. Yeah. I always always like the strings more than I like horns. Absolutely. Yeah. They just have a better flow with it and, and a um, richer sound. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely. I mean, I'm just, I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I just, seriously. what you've been able to do over the years and the resume you've been able to put together and just your outlook and approach at life. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's impressive. It's fun to talk to you. Yeah. Um, still just, moving forward with the passion you still have. Exactly. I mean, you can just, you can hear it in your voice. Yeah. And what you love, what you do, and you have a passion for it. And I mean, that's the best kind of, you know, exactly. to be able to do what you love and, and be able to make a living at it is, there's nothing better. Definitely. True, true, true. But I, I'm lucky I came up in a time where there was more, you, you could build your name easier because there was more work, I would say, like mm-hmm. t- more avenues to build a name. Right. Now it's kind of, it's a little, it's difficult, more difficult now. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you think a lot of that has to do with social media? People are looking at people's followers than less than their talent. Yes. Yeah. That's one thing, and uh, almost like the oversaturation. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, with streaming, it seems like people are just putting out bigger albums just so people can pick out the singles they like. Interesting. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I this is the way I feel. I feel like that the albums these days aren't necessarily a story. They're just a whole bunch of compilation of songs that. Hopefully somebody will pick up and will be played on the radio. And there's not a lot of music out there nowadays that I feel like has a lot of longevity, like the old stuff, like back in the day from like the Beatles and, you know, heavy metal bands and stuff like that. I mean, a single used to be something people might even fight over for exactly right to find the right single for an artist so it could be a hit. Exactly. So... And now it just seems like people are just putting out testers to see what hooks, what yeah. what pops because off. It's my music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Music in the past was all my music. Those were decisions. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I like I like what you said too because I do remember back when albums told a story. Yeah. From, from song to song, you were as you listened, it was it was telling a story. Yeah. It, it was. I, I do remember that, and and yeah, you're right. I I feel like we miss a lot of that now. Yeah. You know, it is just hit or miss with can this hook somebody and and right. I, I don't I don't know. So true musicians, yeah, they're they're rare. Yeah, <laughs> they're it, getting it's, rare. It's anyway. hard to come by, and we're losing so many greats. I mean, we lost Tom Petty. Yeah. We saw that. I mean, we talked about this week. Axl Rose went down from being sick at a concert, and like Joe Perry, like yeah, it's, it's sad. Just, I mean. Whew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you, I mean, yeah, because you, you seem like you have a very stringent schedule and you're constantly going at it. I mean, how important is it for a musician and those vocal cords or even just like you said, I mean, the, the constant grind on stage or, I mean, it's, it, I would have to imagine that you've got to find a comfort zone to where yeah. you realize I need to rest here or I need to rest yeah. there because oh, yeah. I can yeah. imagine the well, wear and tear. Like some of my friends do. I mean, the ones who sing. Yeah. Right. They definitely have challenges. I mean, yeah. everybody has challenges traveling and singing. Right. Yeah. It's a little, little bit easier if you're an instrumentalist. Yeah. Yeah. But singing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we saw that uh, Justin Timberlake postponed uh, three more shows because of yep. some vocal problems. So that that really sucks because he's such a per- amazing performer. 
Yep. And I, I bet even at a better person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a great person. Yeah. yeah. I can only imagine. Now, you, you, col- you actually collaborated with him away from Saturday Night Live also, right? Oh, yeah. He hired me a couple times. One time to hire uh, to write the opening musical number when he hosted the Kids' Choice Awards. Oh, awesome. And oh, nice. when he hosted the ESPY Awards. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 So I mean, good. I mean, I, and see, I mean, the collaboration. The, I, I, exactly. I love that. And, it's and, all about helping each other out in this industry. It really is. Well, and you, well and you, I definitely. I mean, that's definitely when someone like him calls is the ultimate flattery. Yeah. Because he's so good at what he does. Agreed. That I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, he's doing a good job. You know, and to, yeah, to flip that, I mean, I I feel like the admiration is is sent back at you. You must be so good at what you do that he continuously keeps calling exactly. and collaborating with you. So, I yeah. mean, I I mean, obviously, I think you're pretty good too. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. and and JT must think so too. I yeah. think. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, kudos to you for that. And I like how you've been able to establish and maintain those relationships, clearly. Like, I mean, just from this conversation, you can tell that you you continue to collaborate with people that you've been knowing and collaborating with for years. So I think that says a lot about who you are as a musician and a person. So that, that congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Mm, oh, not a problem. Not a problem. At oh, least- yeah, I definitely have my pet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, know, uh, you, you know they're going to show up and play the hell out of whatever it is that they're going to do. Hell Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So what advice, because, you know, you brought up a good point about how it's a little bit harder these days and that you may have had a little bit easier track back then. What advice would you give to aspiring musicians or, or just people trying to get into the industry these days? What advice do you have for them or what would you suggest maybe pitfalls to look out to for them to avoid? I would say, because it is a different time period, mm-hmm. uh, don't get too picky do the work like I can I hear people complaining about things that I'm like wow I was lucky to get $75 for this <laughs> <that>. right <laughs> you know and, and because not only is a job or an experience about money and survival but it's also about uh, shaping grooming mm-hmm. right because it's easy to do your own music right it's harder to walk in a room and then morph into what somebody else wants. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent point. And you learn a lot about music when you when it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Just as much as if you're studying stuff that you want to study. So there's a whole new art to there's a whole art to that. Yeah. That's that's an excellent point. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You learn a lot more when it's not about you. That mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so where can people follow you? Because we want to direct everybody to where they can follow you. Yes. They can definitely go to Catrice.com. Yes. There you go. They can go to Facebook uh, uh, with my name, Catrice, or Catrice Barnes. Twitter, Catrice Barnes. Instagram, <laughs> Catrice Barnes. <laughs> Catrice Barnes. That's right. Everywhere, So, so basically Barnes. anywhere, Catrice Barnes, yeah. you'll find you, right? <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to find another one. No, no yeah. I, clearly. That, I mean, exactly. you are an original. There's no doubt. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. It's been a fantastic conversation. And if you want to come back anytime to promote anything that you're doing, we'd love to have you back on. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we you know we do a weekly top five uh, every week too, and we change up the category. So maybe we'll have you back on and do a top five musical category. Yeah, that'd be, be awesome. awesome. So okay, 
Yeah. Fantastic. Well, like, yeah, like JLo said, thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again real soon. Oh, yeah. Same here. All awesome. right. Awesome. You have a great rest of the day now. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Just wow, such yeah. a passionate person about her craft, man. I mean, seriously. Dude, Tuesday and then she's performing on Saturday. Saturday that's insane. That is insane. <laughs> like, yeah, I would never think. It's not like, oh, I twisted my ankle. It's no. fucking cancer. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a, a cancer surgery. She's like, no, nah, I got this. I got to yeah. be to work on Saturday. It's Lord's going to kick my ass. It's I mean, fine. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it could be. It could be more of like uh, it was a non-invasive type procedure. Even yeah. so, but I mean, I'm thinking like if really I'm if I've work, got cancer, yeah. I'm gonna say, hey, I'm yeah, taking I'm a few taking, off. Like, yeah, I'm at know. least like a month after surgery. That's insane, man. And, and what? What did she say? Dick in the box? Ten minutes? Yeah. Like, like, oh no, the music came first. Ten minutes. Like that's like, like a classic. What? It's insane. It won an Emmy. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Like, Sometimes about... if you get in the right flow exactly. and, and you have the creative people around you, yeah. It some music only takes a few minutes. I mean, for the largest hits yeah. are always like little short little Just pure things. talent. That, that's what it is. I mean, pure talent. Seriously. And, and I like what I said to her though, I really I really feel like it, it's JT must see something. Yeah. You know, because she said it. And, and, and we've talked about this on the show countless times about what we think about JT. I mean, yeah. he's arguably one of the, the, the most gifted best. entertainers yeah. ever. Yeah. I'd put him up there with Elvis. I'd put him up Agreed. there because he's just so all around. Mm -hmm. So if he continues to keep going back to you, yeah. you must have some talent. Exactly. Because he must see something in you exactly. that he wants you to be involved. And so congrats to Catrice, yeah, man. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I just love her attitude. Yeah, She's like, exactly. Eh, so positive. It's a highlight, but I learned from yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, no matter what in this industry, you can't let things discourage you. Well, because... I mean, isn't that it? You have to have learning experiences. Mm -hmm. You have to have failure. Not that, not to say that, that she w was a failure. Uh, with Rosie, I'm just saying that you, if you can deem something that wasn't you think as successful as it could yeah. have been, but you can still find yeah. something to pull from it, exactly. that's how you make it in this industry. Exactly. That's, I mean, exactly. And I like what she say? She's still learning. She's yeah. still growing. She's exactly. Still studying. She still studies. So that's every day, amazing. And even in the on the music side, it shows it's an ever evolving industry. Right. It's an ever evolving. <laughs> like, I, you know, I you would have thought. It would have been the opposite. When she said, I had a much easier time. It's Back harder then, now. Yeah. yeah. Because on the other side in film and television, it's just the opposite. You yeah. say, Oh no, it's much easier because yeah. anybody can pick up the phone and you have exactly. YouTube as an outlet and all this. Mm -hmm. So it's it's interesting to see the differences yeah. in how that's kind of hurt music yeah. as opposed to help like it does yeah. in film and TV. So it's what crazy. A great find. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a great interview. But yeah. So glad. Thank you, Catrice, for and, coming on the show. Yeah. Epic. Epic. All right, now it is time for the top five segment. Like I said at the top of the show, this week's top five is top five actors that you would want to play yourself in a movie. Man, this one got real personal. This one got like really hard. <laughs> yeah, too. like I, I don't, I don't know, but I think I got it. Yeah, yeah. None it. of the ladies are here, so we will speak for them. All right, uh, All right. you got Tavia's list. I got Tavia's. Let's see. Uh, she says, as she always does, in no particular order. <laughs> she's she's very funny. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, mm. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Kat McPhee, Jessica Alba, and Zoe Deschanel. I think all of them are really yeah. great choices, but my personal favorite, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. <laughs> I think she would be the perfect, perfect latte. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
of honestly that dry humor. No, just absolutely. Freaking I mean, super dry. And Emily's were in no particular order. Mandy Moore, Alexis Bedell, uh, uh Lucy Hale, uh Taranian Balesero. I don't even know. Do you oh, know who that, that, do you yeah, know who that is? Pretty little liars. Okay. That's uh, Patrick J. Adams' wife. Okay. As long Ruan as Ruan Belisario. As long as you know. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Anne Hathaway. And Anne Hathaway. Yeah. I like Anne Hathaway. Yeah. I think that's a good choice. Yeah, I could see uh, yeah, that. That's the, definite. The spunk. That's the, the spunk. spunk. Definitely. Um, on my list, I have Johnny Depp, James McAvoy, Matt Bomber, Ashton Kutcher, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Pale Johnny? Pale Johnny. <laughs> Pale Johnny. <laughs> some of my All right, favorites. Sound Man. All right, I had Ryder Strong. Oh, mm, yeah, right. Yeah. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World, Ryder Strong, uh, because everybody always told me I look like him. Yeah. Yep. And just a, a program note, we'll have Mr. Feeny next week. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, Josh Harnett. Yep. Uh, now I just kind of went for my ego is uh, Chris Hemsworth, James Franco, Chris Evans, Ryan Reynolds. Wow. Oh. Uh, damn! Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna throw just these gonna, out there. Any Avenger could play me, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and I had James Franco to it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah, because right. he has a chill like uh, on camera. He has a real chill personality. It seems, and I'm pretty chill. It's true. It's true. Yeah. All right, and then so I went with, let's see, uh, Rick Schroeder or Ricky Schroeder for anybody who still calls him Ricky Schroeder. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Eldon Henson, who, if you don't recognize the name, Foggy from Daredevil, Netflix's Daredevil. Uh, James Corden and Mark Paul Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know. Tell the tell the Donnie Wahlberg story. No, I don't. Uh, Do it. Okay, okay Do so it. <laughs> you can't tell now. Anybody who watches the videos or whatever, not now, but Back in the day, late 80s, early 90s, I mean, and it, of course, probably had a lot to do with how I dressed. And yeah. Everything, but I was consistently mistaken for Donnie Wahlberg with the new kids on the block. And at one point, even at an airport, I was chased into the bathroom by little girls who thought I was Donnie Wahlberg, begging oh me gosh. for an autograph. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm go not away. Donnie Wahlberg, yeah. go away. Get out of the guy's bathroom. I'm not Donnie Wahlberg. Then they were crying and they brought their mom in there and said that I wouldn't give them an autograph. And I was trying to explain to the mom, I'm not fucking Donnie Wahlberg. If I was, I would give you an autograph. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to give you an autograph. And then you find out it's not Donnie's autograph. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, but, my gosh. Know, so. That's hilarious. I mean, there could be worse people to be compared That's to. That's true. Donnie's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a great actor. You know, and, exactly. And just, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Good times, good times. Good times, good times. <laughs> All right, now it is time for the word of the day. Take it away, sound man. Today's word of the day is MacGuffin. 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 Ooh. It's more on the writers or the story plot out. Um, mm-hmm. It's an object or device in a movie or a book that is, um, sorry, it's severe. It's uh, merely a trigger for the plot. Ooh. So, like the carpet in Big Lebowski, or yeah. the Maltese Falcon, yes. or um, the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Briefcase yes. in Pulp Fiction is huge yes. MacGuffin right there. That's a huge, yeah. <laughs> huge, huge, huge. Gosh, we had that huge imbecile on our coast this week. That oh was, my God. Uh, 
Let's, let's not even get onto that. No, but anyway, box office time. By the way, Biloxi, you have to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, time for the box office predictions. Let's do a little recap real quick because I did pretty good once again. I'm you just saying. did do really well. I'm just saying. Ralph Breaks the Internet. I predicted that'd be number one, and it was. I predicted around $48 million. It got $56.2 million. So it outdid it, but bravo to them because I heard it was a pretty good movie. So when it comes to Redbox and I'll watch it with my little siblings, that's when I'll watch it. Um, but I heard there's a lot of pop culture stuff in it. So yeah. I mean, Iron's a really know. good picture. Just and I hear every single family in Hollywood was in it. Really? Everybody was <laughs> in it. <laughs> All kidding aside, but, though, it's got like everybody yeah, in it. I mean, you know who is in it that I was honestly surprised about? Sarah Silverman, just because she's been backing up Louis C.K. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, well, I mean she was, well, she was um, in the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah so I yeah, mean, but so still, I don't think you could have done, done well. It, even no. um, what's his face? Um, ah, I forget his name. All right, never mind. Never mind. Let's just move on. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know who I was surprised was in it? I'll yeah. say I, Wonder Woman. Wonder Gail Woman. Gadot, Gail Gadot is in it. Yeah, and Cookie. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. all, I mean, it was just, it's everybody. got a phenomenal cast. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Morgan Freeman. I was surprised Morgan Freeman was still in a nutcracker after That's his true. allegations. So. That's true. I mean, this whole thing about James Gunn, but then you still got Morgan Freeman and, yeah. Luke Benson yeah. today. You know what I'm saying? Five more women accused him today. Damn. That's yeah. crazy. I don't think, I mean, Luke Benson, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's the guy who did, um, uh, Scarlett Johansson's uh, solo movie there, right? Oh, really? Lucy? Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty oh, sure that's snap. that guy, director, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, anyway, anyway, back to box office. <laughs> Creed 2, I predicted it would yes. be number two. It was, I predicted 30 to 40 million, and it got 35.5 million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number three, I predicted The Grinch, which it was at, and it got 30.3 million, and I predicted 20 to 30 million. Uh, number four, Fantastic Beast, was right where I predicted it, and I predicted around twenty-five to thirty, and it got twenty-nine point three. We should yeah. rename this yeah. subsection of this section of <laughs> Showtime's right. as J Lo toots his horn. That's right. That's right. And I also have a podcast, Fantastic Reviews. Go check that out. There it is. Uh, it was a record-breaking Thanksgiving holiday, though mm-hmm. uh, weekend. So. Yeah. Uh, Thanks too, you know, uh, Ralph Rex the Internet and Creed too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, both, uh, both overperformed mm-hmm. what they thought they were going to, and yeah, yeah, it's been. I epic. can't speak for Ralph, but Creed was yeah, was, excellent. was good. It was just freaking phenomenal. It's probably yeah. a lot of parents is like one parent's out shopping, the other parent is out there taking their kids to the movie. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, chill out while <laughs> all the madness of Black Friday. Exactly, is gonna oh fly now though. Probably the last time we'll have heard it in a film. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah. Man, number five, I did not get this right. I predicted Instant Family, but it was Bohemian Rhapsody. So, bravo, bravo. But there's no new movies coming out this week, so I'm just going to do it basically the same as I did it last week. Number one, I think, is going to be Ralph Breaks the Internet with around 30 to $35 million. Number two, I think, is going to be Creed 2 with around 20 to $25 million. Number three, I think, is going to be The Grinch with around eh, $15 to $20 million. Number four, Fantastic Beast sequel with around 10 to 15 And number five, 
Bohemian Rhapsody again. I'm going to put you on my list this time, and hopefully you come back on the list uh, with around 7 to 10 million. So. I hope you miss it again with number five, and it flips. Damn, out. and then it's Instant Family. <laughs> I saw Instant Family. Yeah. And I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet. I want to, and I, I have no doubt it's phenomenal. Yeah. But I saw Instant Family, and I hate that it's not in the top five. Yeah. What? Is there any movies coming out? Well, it's already been out. I'm surprised you don't have uh, Fantastic Beast on your... That's what you I just did said. Fantastic I'm Beast. sorry. I'm you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. It's okay. Uh, yeah, you're good. I predicted that number four. You said it number yeah. four. Okay, yeah. I was just wondering where that was at. No, you're good. You're <laughs> I was good. like, surprised not to hear that. Up right. <laughs> but all right, switching it over to the music side of things. Billboard chart toppers, Ariana Grande's Thank You Next is still... The number one on the Hot 100. And the video's coming, right? Oh they snap! Keep yeah, the video. They exactly. Keep I wonder video. if people are gonna like play. Actors are gonna play her exes or whatever. I don't know, maybe like, with her new know. shorter hair. They yeah. Say, and uh, like, uh, okay. Yeah, because I heard that. Uh, I heard her do an article that uh, when that bun that she wears apparently it gives her a nonstop headache. So yeah, that, yeah, they that tighten sucks. up the hair too much. Yeah, and it, it yeah. causes yeah. migraines. So I mean, mm-hmm. that it's not worth all that. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, but on the Billboard Top 200 album, Mumford and Sons' Delta new album just came out last week, mm. and that is number one. Oh, I, I like them. Out. They're pretty good. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize they had a new yeah. album come out. Yeah, and uh, honorable mention this week, the Greatest Showman Reimagined oh, is at gosh. number three. That's the one with all these bands and musicians and everything redoing those songs. It's pretty epic. Yeah, it's pretty epic. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson and Pink. Man, yeah. The, their versions are just... Yeah. That's how you know you got a soundtrack that kicks ass, though, when you like bring it back out exactly. and like, huge singers want to do it. Exactly. I mean, that, it was a phenomenal soundtrack. Hell yeah. It really was. So. It honestly was. But um, that is our show. Oh, this... wait. We got to do one more. What? what, what? We want to say it's that time of year. Is it that is time that of time year? of year. And Mariah Carey, again. Again. This happens every year since she first released it. Oh, every year, Mariah Carey yeah. has entered back into <laughs> oh. the Hot 100 yeah, with All this. I Want for Christmas. Yeah. Like, I mean, like her or hate her, that's pretty epic. Yeah. That every year she guarantees that the song comes back into the Hot 100 yeah. and she starts banking money. It is I mean, yeah, it's pretty fucking epic. Uh, I mean, but anyway guys that is our show this week thank you for listening along make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on google play music spotify and apple Podcasts. give us five stars comment because we like critiques we like to know what you liked and didn't like and we also want to start saying we want to bring fans on for our top five segment so please reach out to us on any social media platform and suggest some top five segments like yeah top five whatever we do not care we're down to get crazy that it's in the name it's, it's in the name it's true yeah it's true. <laughs> so go follow us everywhere facebook twitter instagram youtube facebook the crazy ant film company instagram crazy underscore ant underscore films twitter crazy ant films youtube crazy ant films we have a website crazy ant films dot com and one more thing we love oprah, oprah.